Let's do it again. It's the Love and Light Podcast. Powered by 103.9 WDKX. With the former mayor of Rochester, New York, Lovely Warren, bringing the love, and Monroe County legislator, Willie Lightfoot, representing the 27th District in Rochester, New York, bringing the light. Get ready for the Love and Light Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be here once again with my partner my yes. friend my brother willie lightfoot for down. the love and light podcast wow. powered by 103.9 wdkx yes, yes. Uh, we had an exciting time last time talking about just being love and light in the community and how we truly um, enjoy you know each other's friendship and how we how we met how we um, still t- they stopping me in the streets now what really happened they, as a matter of fact uh, Tyreek was trying to get it on on the morning show he was trying to get on well tell me the real backstory I said I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that. Just, well you, know. you I mean we we, we, we did we, we told we, the we story we told about how yeah. you you left my stuff in the shop <laughs> you know my, my, my little pamphlets that I had dropped off and you know and the results of that but you know out of it we were uh, born a, a great friendship out of out of challenges Indeed. and tragedy and you know our political father your father my political father and their relationship but it truly was about how you can build and rebuild um, friendship and lifelong friendships out of just some misunderstandings and letting certain things go right right yeah I, I agree and in, in, in the last show we also was talking about you know one of the things you know we, since we're talking about things that that we love one of the things I think oftentimes um, when people think of us, they always think of politics. Like that's the they want to put us just in this little box. You know what I'm saying? And, right, and right. when when I'm like going around town, people are asking me all the time, "Well, how's Mayor doing? How's she's doing? How's Lovely doing?" And I'm like, you know what? We need to tell people. Like, how are you doing? What's what what's going on with you? <laughs> One of the things I'm gonna tell you that I love is I love the fact of your tenacity and your uh. your over your ability to overcome adversity. I really really love that, and I think you embody that. But you know, people want to know, like, what's going on with you? What, what, how you, how you living? How I'm living? Yeah. I'm living good. Um, I am so excited to be in the place that I am in. Mm. You know, I think that everything happens for a reason, and mm-hmm. God doesn't make mistakes. Mm. And um, even though you know, many people know the the tragedy and the, and the things and the and the fire that I that I went through. But um, through the grace of God, I was you, you, able. You're making it really <laughs> humble about it. They tried to like kill you. Like they literally, <laughs> I, I was there, so I, I was witnessing the whole thing. And literally, they tried to literally destroy you. I mean, even take food out of your children's mouth. You know what I mean? And, and, and we're gonna get into this at another time. But even to this day, so well, I mean, we, you know. We, but what's going on? How did you overcome all that? So now, you know, I, I started my law practice mm. um, and mm. I'm excited about being wait, wait, in court. Wait, wait, law practice. So you, you have your own law, law practice. Okay. Yes, I have my own law firm. All right. A general practitioner go, and um, I've been going to court. And so people right. are like, what? wait a minute, what? Wow. You're here, you know, and um, appearing before, you know, different judges. And I'm excited about it. I had wanted to be a lawyer since I was in the second grade. Mm. My, you know, many people know my grandfather, Cecil McCleary Sr., you know, from Wegmans and the Watermelon Man mm-hmm. on, on Jefferson Avenue. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was in the second grade, he was he was shot. Mm. And 
um, you know, while working as a security guard uh, at the Wegmans on West Avenue. And I wanted to know what would happen to the person that uh, that ultimately shot him in that process. And my um, Uncle Reggie at the time, you know, was a state trooper and, you know, explained to me the legal process. And from mm-hmm. that, I, you know, started watching Matlock and all the Law and Order shows and Matlock, yeah. um, just really... In, embodied the the legal field and so went on to college in a law school and fortunately for me I was able to intern with Assemblyman David Gant and mm-hmm. that sent me on a different path of you know still practicing law but in the government side um, I was his lead counsel and, and chief of staff so I was able to do that side but now I'm able to go into the courtroom and experience see that's, see, that's what I'm talking about because you know ultimately when people they just want to say okay there's the first of all I don't even like the word politician I think it's a dirty word. I, I, my father used to always say, don't call me a politician. Call me an elected, offic- elected official, elected for the people, by the people, right? So people just think, oh, that's the mayor or that's Willie, he's city councilman. And they want to define us by politics. But, you know, before we were politicians, before we had all this, we had all these other gifts and talents and things that we do. And people oftentimes, they want to put you in this little box. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that's all you're about. They don't realize that, well, first of all, we're human beings. We hurt. We cry. We have feelings, we have family, we have children, we have relationship problems, we have we go through the same experiences that everybody else go through, but we have to go through it very publicly. Oh yeah. You know there's what I'm saying? No, there's no, you know, nobody know about this. You know, when I think you said this the last time on the show, like what happens in the house stays in the house. Yeah. Uh-uh, no, nah. no, this is what a, this is a display for the world to for see. For the world. <laughs> for the world to see. And so how how I know with me. It's difficult at times to deal with that, you know, um, because we, we get into this knowing that this is a part of our jobs, that we have to be public facing that, you know, and people don't understand when you especially when you're in public office, they go through your finances, they go through your background, they go through all of these things. And I mean, you slip on a crack. And, you know, it's like your business is put out, even if it ain't true. You know, I mean, I think Drake said, if the truth don't hurt, they start telling lies. So, you know, people start, if if they don't have no truth to to put you down, they start making up stuff. How do you handle, like, you know, dealing with, I know for me, I'm going to restaurants, people want to, you're trying to eat, people want to stop you. And, you know, what about my garbage didn't get picked up? And, you know, and you trying to have family time, personal time. I mean, how do you handle that? So I think that. Um, I, you know, it's just interesting that you brought up this topic because when I was on um, Facebook or Instagram earlier, um, I saw this this quote from somebody and it said, if you accept the call to leadership, you must be willing to be misunderstood, mm. criticized, opposed, accused and even rejected. Mm. And I think that, um, you know, sometimes people look at things and say, oh, well, you know, this is they you are. You're supposed to be immune mm-hmm. from the the hurt or from the you know the ridicule or your family is supposed to be be, be immune from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're we're human like everybody else, That's right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, we go through things just like everybody else, and that unfortunately we are on ours is very public. Mm-hmm. You know, people know about it. Mm-hmm. You have to answer to it. You have to, you know, deal with some things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you just try to take it by, by storm. And, and, you know, if it had not been for my faith, if I was, it, I was waiting for you to go and say the big it, F word. If it faith. had not been for my faith, if it, listen, <laughs> it was some days, brother, like, and, you know, and, and the encouragement. Mm. And because you, when you know the truth, like when mm. you know, the truth mm-hmm. um, 
in your heart of hearts, right? You can mm-hmm. look in the mirror, you can know like, hey, no matter what people might say, no matter what people believe, I know the truth. Mm. The people that that know me and understand me and, and, and know the situation, they know the truth. And that, in the end, it, you know, is what matters to mm-hmm. me. Um, God knows the truth. Mm. And you, you stand on that. You stand on your faith. But I also have to, you know, just thank you for your encouragement. But, you know, people, you know, they used to... Um, when Assemblyman David Gann was alive, they would, you know, they would see him with this scowl on his face and they would, you know, look at him and, you know, like he was this big boogeyman or whatever. Right, right, but right. he was a teddy bear, right? Right, right, right. He I literally was, he was a teddy bear. He, was. he had a heart of gold. But he you did. know who else have a heart of gold? Yeah, yeah. Who has truly has a heart of gold and he don't like nobody talking about it. He don't like to display cool. it. But but Dre. Yeah, Dre yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah. WDKX true, true. has a heart of gold. He does, and I tell you that it was very um, inspirational mm-hmm. that when I was going through my t- turmoil and my challenging times mm-hmm. that every other week mm. it was a text mm. or a call. I'm just checking on you. Mm. I'm just checking on you. Mm. You doing all right? Yeah. And I mean that right there. It's like this man has, you know, an international, a worldwide business. He's running all this stuff. He has, you know, his own, you know, his mom was sick at the time, you know, so many things. But to to have, you know, somebody like that just pick up the phone and say, you know what? We're going to stay there for a minute. We're going to stay there for a minute because you you bring it up. Something we, and this show is about love. You know, uh, giving people their flowers while while they're yet alive, and it's very organic. Like we we come here, we just speak with whatever's on our mind at the time. And I think what you're bringing up is so important because you know WDKX and and, and Dre uh, and his team. Uh, play a major role. I think about all of the events and things that I do, you know, the, the cut the violence and all the free haircut events and uh, the total health and wellness uh, affairs and events and all of these things uh, that, that we do to try to help this community would not be successful, would not be possible. And his father and my father had a tremendous relationship too. And he always told me, and just like our relationship, and Jay, Ron, and Jay the Baron won't even tell us, but just like our relationship started rocky, me and Dre had us a rocky conversation really? one time, too. Really? Oh, my oh, God. I, you it have never left. told me this story. It you went, tell it me. went you left tell me. so quick. I, I, the bottom line is, I called about something. I misinterpreted what he said. He got a little greasy. I got greasy. And oh my God. It was it you was You know, I know how you can get greasy. I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo. And, and he's a no nonsense too. And but you know what? Just like me and you though, it came back at the end of the day. It was about, you know, we came together as men and said, This is, you know, we not this is not what we're gonna be about. Mm-hmm. We realized that the community he knew my heart, I, I knew his heart, and we realized what we were doing for the community was much more important. And he opened up his doors uh to me and myself and my family, uh, and the things and the work that I do within this community yeah. would, it would be impossible. When you talk about DKX is in a big heart, uh is a community station yeah. and, a, and you know, internationally. Uh, and a portal uh, for for people to voice their concerns and opinion. He embodies that too. So I agree. Yeah. He has a big heart. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, you know. And I'm I'm thinking. I, I, you know, if you don't know somebody, right? That's right. And it, it goes to this this whole topic of people. Looking at you a certain way because of the position that you hold, your title, or, mm-hmm. or you're an elected official. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they look at you in a certain light, you know, they may have a have an impression of you that is completely different from who you truly are. That's right. right. That's right. And so 
you know, at the end of the day, for me, what I always found comforting is I know who I am. Mm-hmm. Not only do I know who I am, mm-hmm. I know whose I am. Mm. Right. And so that to me was always something that I could stand on mm-hmm. and that I could really, you know, get me through. I knew really got me through the tough days and, and the tough nights and um, knowing that there were there and there still are, you know, yes. people out there that that's rooting for you or want you to succeed and and saying like, hey, you know, you getting back out there. What are you doing? Like and I'm and I tell them that I'm practicing law. I also have a uh, successful um, consulting business with my okay. my former chief of staff Brittany Wells called okay. W Suite, and okay. we're doing some things um, not just in this community but other communities and right. and, and building relationships. Uh-huh. And so we seeing the the business woman of 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 lovely Warren. Yeah, there's there's that's there before there was politics. <laughs> there was this entrepreneur that was laying dormant in there somewhere that now is is really flourishing. That now that you kind of outside of of the political yeah. world, you do you know you get to kind of shine in that entrepreneur yes. uh, light. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, trying to help people out. I was helping my cousin Whitney out as as well. And so mm-hmm. we're just doing what we can do to be a better so, reflection in the community. So somebody can call you, you know, there's a consultant piece, but for the for the law firm for the law firm piece, so what type of law like what what would someone be calling you concerning? So right now it's general practice. Mm-hmm. So I have helped people with trust and estate matters. I'm doing criminal law. I'm mm-hmm. doing family law, mm-hmm. um, contracts. Mm. So just any issue that people might have, they can reach out. And if I can't help them, I know somebody that that may be able to help them. And so you know, but you know, the funny thing about it is um, we have. Um, you know, a lot of old constituents, <laughs> the foulest your cousin, your right? cousin. What are you talking about? Your cousin now? Yeah, my mm-hmm. cousins and them. Okay. Um, so they, they they found that, and um, so I've been I've been helping them out as well. What do they call? What number do they call? How do they get in contact Listen, with you, brother? The website. I you got, got a website. Yes. <laughs> you got a website. Yeah, lovelybornlaw.com. Okay. There it and, is. And uh, so you know, we're just trying to be a positive influence mm. in the community. But that's what I'm doing, and uh-huh. I. Uh-huh. the last time we we talked a little bit about you know cutting here in the shop but brother mm-hmm. you're doing so much more than cutting here in the shop um just just last weekend i had an exclusive exclusive an exclusive drum roll uh-huh. copy uh-huh of your new book well so you are author now i can put author at the end of my title yes what? um yeah I'm, i've been working on this for quite some time Started with a message that I preached. I've been doing a tent revival on Jefferson Avenue for over 20 years. We put out a tent uh, for a week uh, since my father passed. It was something I did in remembrance of my dad. And uh, long story short, uh, a couple of years ago after the pandemic, uh, I was really led to um, speak to some of the hurt and the pain uh, that people are going through. And everybody can identify with pain. So mm-hmm. and, and but how do we how do we, you know, take that pain and turn it into our purpose? Uh, and so I wrote a book called The Intersection Between Pain and Purpose. It's on Amazon. Pain and Purpose. Yeah. And you had an exclusive. You were able. What did you think? What you know? You read it. The book is dope. Right. So going through everybody knows what I went through. Mm-hmm. So those years of, of, of pain, 
Um, but what the book really brought to my light for me was mm -hmm. that in that in that pain was a lot of purpose. Mm -hmm. And also you have to deal with it, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so you can't let that pain control your life in such a way that you're not able to go on. You're not able to be light and love to your family. Mm. And you have to be willing to bring it forth and to really put it out there for yourself, whichever way, right? So it's not that you have to go out and tell everybody about it, mm -hmm. but rather that's writing it down or just really identifying what is causing you pain, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, so many people have... Um, and, and this is reflected in the book, you know, rather they have been molested. Or, well, you can't, hold on, ah, you can't tell, you gotta, okay, they gotta okay, go read okay, it. Right, they, they gotta, gotta go read it. Okay, no, don't okay, start right, telling right, all, all right, the right, books. See, they see. gotta go read the book. You can get it on Amazon, <laughs> the intersection between. <laughs> oh, it's like that. It's like, well, I can tell you, I got my no, copy. This is it's coming, it's coming for you, you to sign. You got a copy before I did. I don't even have a copy of my own book. I gotta wait to get mine. But yeah, that's, that's what's going on. Some other stuff is coming out too. I'm doing a lot of different things. You're doing a lot of different things. We're gonna get into more of that as we continue to progress with these shows uh but you know i wanted before we you know we, we tend to go talk about all these other people right and so i wanted to take some time it's our show right love and light we need to take time to talk about what we're doing outside of politics because that's all people tend to want to think we're going to talk about we don't live eat and breathe politics all day we have other things wait, that, wait, wait a minute wait a minute what are you talking about? Nah, we don't live, eat, breathe politics. Think people think so that's know, all we want to talk about. Go to bed at night. Nah. Think about you don't nah. wake up in the morning. No. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but of course, you know, I, I, the bottom line is we have to have balance, right? And so our lives are balanced. And um, you know, those things we have a lot of other things. There's much more multi-dimensional. Uh, we 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 you know we we have a lot more talents and gifts. And so do the individuals that are listening to this. Don't let people put you in the box. Don't let nobody define you by one thing. You That's have you true. can have multiple gifts and talents, and it's okay to have multiple gifts and talents. You don't have to decrease your light in order to make other people feel comfortable. And don't you, be afraid to change, right? right? So don't be afraid to change directions. You know, you're going to have ups and downs you're going to go through some things and you know things may not work out the way that you want them to you know how many times i failed people see the business as one of the but you know how many businesses i tried to start and failed you know how many times i took shots and missed yeah. you know what i mean and, and but being, you know the one thing yeah you never took the shot i gotta take the shot though <laughs> and see that's what i'm trying to tell people you gotta take the shot you gotta take the you shot. know so many people don't want to take the shot but we're talking about things we love we shine a little bit of light but i want to talk we, we, in the last show we talked about our, our youth, right? And just uh, even as uh, last night, we've heard about a 15-year-old that was shot yeah, and three teens that were killed. I mean, it's so much. And we were talking about our youth are trying to tell us something. And I know you had some experiences just recently that you had uh, uh, talking to some youth. And, you know, I kind of want to get into a little bit about, you know, what's going on with our young people? Yeah, you know? it's, it's, it's um, you know, like I said, they're definitely trying to tell us something and we we need to be prepared to really listen to them mm. and hear what they're saying and not hide a, not shy away. What do you away? think that looks like though? Like, because we, you know, that, the cliche we say that time we gotta listen to our youth. They're the they're today. They're the children of today. They're the leaders of today. But what does that look like for us really listening to them? I mean, I'm, I'm, what do you think that looks like? So first, I think that it looks like really sitting down and and talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. 
in from your life experiences, mm-hmm. right? So, um, you know, just recently I went to a school, I was invited to a school, Black History Month, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, talk about my career, talk about how um, I got to where I'm at today, practicing law and, and mayor and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went there and... Um, my my sister that invited me, she was like, you know, we're not going to do question and answers. Mm. And I was like, why? You know, that's mm-hmm. that's when you get to the, the mm. good stuff. Right, right, right. right, that's right. What, that's well, what are the ages of these kids that you, that you talking uh, about? They were high schoolers, okay. high school students. So right? they, they know what's up. Right. So they know what's up. So mm-hmm. she's like, we're not going we, we, we to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, you know, tell me why. Yeah. So she said, well, because they want to talk about your life. They want to talk about what you went through. They want to mm. talk about your husband, right? They want to keep it 100. And so I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> they want the tea. They, they, they want to keep it 100. But but this is the thing. Uh-huh. It shows you that they're paying attention. That's right. Right? They're, well, they're they paying on attention. social media. They're watching stuff right. on they're social media. Stuff, they watching stuff. They see stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And they want, they, I, I want to hear from the horse's mouth mm. what, what happened. What's really going right? on. What's, what's going on. Right. Right. And so I said to her, I said, you know what? I said, no, we're going to take question and answers. Okay. I'm not going to run from that. That's brave. That's a part of who I am. Okay. But it's also what I believe mm-hmm. is a life, life lesson about choices, mm. about who you choose as your as your mate, mm-hmm. who you choose as your friends, mm-hmm. who you choose to build a life with, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and all, all, all choices that we all get in choices life. Choices matter. And so um, we gonna we gonna talk about this, right? And so um, no, and I'm like, what did they say? Like, what did they? Got, they I got they somebody like, had to get greedy. Did somebody get greasy? I mean, no, 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 they were respectful. They were very respectful. But they they were like, you know, so I go through my big spill about yeah. you know who I am, where I come from, mm-hmm. all of that, and my career, and um, you know, I'm telling them all about that. And then so at the end, I'm like, well, I'm gonna, you know, you can, uh, I'm I'm gonna let you know that. I'm open up for for questions and answers, and, and nothing's off the table. Wow! You know, nothing's off the table. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and go ahead and ask. Ask me. whatever you want. And uh, so, young lady's like, "So, what's up with your husband?" Wow! Right off the muscle. <laughs> right That's the, the first muscle. question. The first, first question. question. First question. Wow. Bro. First question. And I'm like, uh, okay, let's let's mm. get into this. Mm. And I, I went on and 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 told him about mm-hmm. about. What happened in, mm-hmm. in in life and and all the things that you know I went through and experienced and how they can learn from it, right? Mm-hmm. And how I wanted them to look at that as a as a testimony, but as an example, right? And so um, for me, it truly truly was important that I told them the truth Mm -hmm. that I wasn't afraid to share because I think as adults, you know, sometimes we don't want to let our young people or let our children know that we, we've been through some things and we messed up and we, they, and that's, you're absolutely right. They know. know. So what you running from it for, for, because we want to live this phony fake life. People want to put this this persona that everything is fine and they want to make believe. And that's what causes all of the pain, all of these issues within the family dysfunction and all that. Because at the end of the day, kids not stupid. Right. They real smart. They a lot of them are much more ahead than we were, and they know exactly. And they see it. They 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 see this life. Mm-hmm. They see they're they're looking at TikTok. They're looking at Instagram. They're looking at all these different things, and, and you know all this reality. Which is problematic, TV show. by the way, because because let's be honest, let's be real. 
TikTok, social media, a lot of this stuff is fake. It's right. scripted. It's not reality. You know what I mean? But a lot of this stuff they watch. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. If we don't explain to them mm-hmm. what the truth is. Right. And how we experience things, the 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 good, the bad, and the ugly, the hurt, then who are they gonna learn it from? They're gonna believe that what they're seeing is reality when it's not. I feel like we 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 losing, you know, because we you know it's Black History Month, we've seen a lot of our our our, our senior individuals um, you know, transitioning and we're losing, you know, because they sat us down. They had no problem. I remember sitting in, in, in David's uh, kitchen along with many others who who knew him and and, and were friendship and, and and he would you know he would like tutor tutor us you know what I'm saying he would educate us and talk to us about various things that you know we need we needed to know and because he didn't want us to make the same mistake my father did the same thing I remember sitting down many times in Swan uh, and, and my dad constantly you know schooling anybody who would listen you know what I mean about what was going on the things of life but we're missing that today like adults. Seem to not be doing that as much anymore. Parents aren't doing that. Caregivers aren't sitting down with their young people and, and investigating. Like you know, when we were coming up, you couldn't have. They would go in your room, look in your in your closet, and look you know your drawers. And yeah, you know we 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 should be looking at their social media pages and all and, of this and kind of stuff. Telling the in telling the you know, and I and I tell my my daughter, you know, this all the time. I, you know, I'm not. I there are certain things in my life. That I I would want to shield you from, mm-hmm. um, and I I would want to protect you from. But if you ask me, I'm gonna tell you, mm. right? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I experienced. Um, my mom used to say all this time, like, "Hey, you make your bed hard. The only person that's gonna have to lay in it is you, mm. right? I can lay beside you. I can Thanks. cry. I can do all these things, mm-hmm. but." Whatever decisions and choices that you make that makes your bed hard is the one that you're going to have to lay in. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, growing up when I'm, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, I, I'm not processing that. Right. Now right. at 45, I understand exactly what she <laughs> meant. Right. I understand exactly what it, exactly what right. she meant. Right. And so having those Real discussions, as you said, you know, with our children and being transparent. transparent. And I think that that's being transparent and real and not, you know, not that it's a judgment thing, but more so I want you to learn from me so that you don't have to make the same mistakes that I made. You don't have to go through the same things that I went through. I want you to learn. So I'm going to tell you the truth. And see, I think, I, you know, when I think I have four children, I have three boys and one girl. And I think when I look back over it, I wish that I did that all the time, like told them everything. Because there's some things, even in your family, you have dysfunctional families, you have family secrets, all this kind of stuff. And there's some things I think maybe if I had to share, if I had to do it again, I'd maybe share more. Because you always try to figure out how much do you share. Right. Mm-hmm. How much mm-hmm. can they? I think it depends on the, the child, too. You know, what is their level of capacity to, to, right. to be able to handle? You have to maturity, you should know your yeah. child. Mm-hmm. You, you got to know their level of maturity of what they can handle. But these kids are so much more advanced that I think that they can handle much more than what because they handle in life. Right. Already. With some which real, is crazy. With some real decisions. There's right? some real people are t- 10, 11, 12 years old figuring out how to bring food home 
figuring out how to help the parents and caregivers 13, 14 years old, trying to find jobs and figure out how to help pay the bills. Right. That's right. real stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? That they're dealing with. And and, and and we tend to want, we want to sweep little things under the rug like they can't handle it. But they like, we are, they already know what's going on. They already know. And, and you don't already, want them to hear it from the streets. Somebody's going to tell If you don't tell them, somebody is going to tell them. Someone's going to share with them. And um, so... You know, at the end of the, the, the program, the, the young lady, you know, one of the young ladies came up to me and she's mm -hmm. like, Miss, you know, what you going to do? Mm. You going to rock with him? Mm. You know, because my, my, my boyfriend is, you know, he about to do some serious time. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, well, he, he really about to do some serious time. He, he might get, you know, like 10, 15 years. Wow. And I'm like. Honey, how old are you? Right. She's like, I'm 16. Wow. I'm wow. 16. 16. The 16 year old young lady uh -huh. in high school uh -huh. now is in a relationship uh -huh. and have been in a relationship with a young man that, and, I, and, I, and everybody's innocent until proven guilty. Well, first of all, she's but, 16 and he, he, he in jail, he in prison? Well, he he's he's waiting for trial and things like that, but he he's facing mm -hmm. some real hard time. Right, and she's making a decision. And the question to me is like, well, wh what should I do? Mm. What what should I do? Mm. And I'm like, baby, you got your whole entire life Fact. ahead of you. Wow. What is it that you are passionate about? What do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to when you're my age and you're looking back over your life? What do you want to see? Mm. Do you want to have accomplished your dreams? Do you want to have spent time, you know, in in this situation? And, you know, I can't give her the answer because, you know, the your heart, your love, your, you know, yeah, your heart right. loves who it loves. Right. Sure, sure. But I wanted her to think about the fact. What is it that you signed up for? Mm. What is it that you signed up for? And well, you need to be very, very clear mm -hmm. on, on, on what that means and on what that experience is. Because I, I didn't sign up for it. Mm. Right? I know what I, I didn't sign up for. it. Mm. And if you make a decision and a choice that you're not going to stay, you're well within your right to do that. You know, growing up for me, a lot of times it was like no matter what happened, mm -hmm. You got to make it work. Mm. You got to make it work for the children. You got to mm -hmm. make it work for everybody else. No matter how much pain that might cause you, you have to make it work. But at it, the expense of what, though? I don't think we make things work at the expense of your health. At the end of the day, I think being healthy is the most important thing. Right. Mind, body and spirit. So if you're in, in traumatic situations, traumatic relationships and, 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 and you doing it on the strength of, oh, I got to do it right for what's right for others and not what's right for your own personal health. Then I think that that's that's problematic. Right. And so with, with this young lady, because we could talk about this forever. But with this young lady, I'm going to say the first thing that popped in my mind just as a father, because I have one daughter the part in my mind being 16 and somebody going to jail is you know i'm looking for the shotgun because i'm like if he going to jail he gotta be over 18 she's 16 
I got a problem with that right off the muscle. If that, no, if that's, that's the, if that's, not, the, that's I'm not, getting with like, a shotgun. I, I, I got to find the shotgun. It's going down. I, 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 you know, it's not, not a funny situation, I, but I I, my mind into... went straight to some R. Kelly. Like, yo, what's really going on here? I'm beyond it. You, you trust me. You ain't seeing him ever again because it might be some real problems. We can't get it. We, we can't even go through all Brother, that. Like, we, 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 just, it would be a there. problem. Okay. So I would tell you what, though. I think we need to pick up on it. Uh, about at the next show uh, Just a little more about relationships And, and, and making decisions um, You know especially from different perspectives Man, woman, staying, not staying um, You know what How relationships impact How we show up right? How we show up every day yeah. You know what I mean with these masks on And home you know different things are happening In the home you know and those are things That I think we need to be We need to talk about more Nobody because again like we said What happens in the home Stays in home, but the home is playing out. How streets. we show up is playing right. out in these streets through these homicides, through these shootings, through kids not going to school, kids not learning, um, through parents quitting their jobs and suicide rates. Mm -hmm. All of these things are showing up uh, in our world, and we and we're gonna shine light on that. You know, what I mean, we need to we need to really talk about that. Yeah. So you know, and at the end of the day. You know, like I said, our, our young people are trying to tell us something, but they also they also want guidance. They also want advice. And if we're not willing to provide it to them and, and being real and had I not been open to qu answering questions. Right. Mm -hmm, had I mm -hmm. not been open to that, I don't think that that is something that would have came forward. She would, you know, here right. she sees this adult that's going through what she's getting ready to go through, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, so my answer to her and her answer may be different. And I said, listen, you ultimately the choice will be yours. Mm -hmm. I can only tell you what my choice was, right? Mm -hmm. I can only tell you what I went through and how I handled it. But I want you to be free enough mm. and be um, know yourself enough that if this isn't good for you, Right. If you know that this is not a good situation for you and, and I already know that. Right. You're 16 years old. You have your entire life ahead of you. I, I don't know how old the young man was. I don't know what he got into. I don't know what the situation was or anything like that. It, mm -hmm. it wasn't left. For, but but what I wanted her to know is that, hey, listen, you have your entire life ahead of you. What is it that you want? What's important to you? And what's important to you at 16 mm -hmm. is not going to be important to you at 20 and 25 right. and 45. Mm -hmm. And so don't make a decision today mm -hmm. that's going to impact all of your tomorrows. Don't make a choice today that is going to stop you from being able to choose your life and your future and live out your dreams. What do you want to do? What are you passionate about? And our young people today are making, like I said, I'm, I'm in family court now, are mm. making some decisions and choices that are truly impacting their entire future. Mm. And we as adults have, have to stop and take a moment, not only listen, but also be truthful with them enough to share our stories and to be able to tell them, hey, listen, this is the path. There's a ditch over there. We over time now. So you, and you, if you, you go in that ditch, we, you can't go in that ditch. We can't go in the ditch. We're going to go in the ditch next show, but we can't go in the ditch right now. But what I would tell you also, I agree. What I will also tell you, not only do we got to sit and allow them to talk and listen and then tell them the truth. 
we also got to follow up. So we got to follow up with that young lady. See, mm-hmm. so we got that's another thing that we tend to miss. We open up and, and, and I talked that about, about that in the book. We open people up to things and then there's no next step. There's no follow up. There's no mentorship. There's no, as we say, wrapping the village around them or whatnot. So we, you know, we have to make sure that we follow up with that young lady and we're going to follow up with her to make sure that somebody's in our life that's constantly uh, encouraging her. And because a lot of times, oftentimes people just need some encouragement. That's the biggest thing that people are missing is love, love and light. They're mm-hmm. missing love and light in their life. You know what I mean? So that's one of the things that we want to make sure that we're doing is encouraging and inspiring, empowering people to not only um, show that love, but shine that light and keep it shining on these individuals so we can help them get past where they are and where they need to be. There's a lot to talk about on the Love and Light show. We have so So many topics. Yes, we do. We're excited about this. Send us some topics too so we can, you know, go into some things also uh, and and, and really dig deep into some stuff. But I'm having fun. I'm excited and I'm looking forward to... uh, to the next show so thank you for listening to the love and light podcast powered by 103.9 wdks the love and light podcast on the 103.9 wdks podcast network